Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of The Batch Report Down Under. You are tuning in to The Batch Report Down Under. Week four. Week four. Which I think that the... I have to double check, but I think the Australian version is a little bit shorter week-wise than the U.S. version. Could be. So I think we're going to get to the point where we're just like really buzzing through it. Yeah. We're having so much fun watching these. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which I was going to say, we're just going to jump right into it just like the show did. There was no recap, no girls around the house, anything. They just went straight into Monique's date. Like, yeah, first thing. So... This is the one-on-one -on -one that she, I guess you could say, won last week. Yeah. Um, well, she had, like, stumbled on it, I would say. Well, I mean, she got it at the cocktail party because he chose her mm -hmm. as, like, the best one by being like, oh. He only that. saw two girls, her and. Uh, he saw a few. But anyway, so Monique shows up in, like, a little, like, leather jacket. And he's also wearing a leather jacket. And. You could tell that this date was actually tailored for her or that he knew what the date was when he asked her on the date. I feel like they looked like they fit together way more than um, Abby, or not Abby, uh, who's the girl he went on the last day with? Ellie. Ellie, thank you. Yeah, so, like, they looked more comfortable right off the bat. Yeah. And they were, like, actually coordinated. They were cute. They get in, like, a Ferrari. Yeah. And this is the least amount of makeup we have seen her wear to date. Yeah. She looks better without makeup on. She honestly. looks way better yeah. with less makeup on. So I appreciated that she... Like, I wonder if she was just trying to, like, show up the other... Like, yeah, she feels self-conscious maybe around the other girls and feels like I she needs so. to wear more makeup when yeah. she's surrounded by them. Um, Where she may be like, that's not even me when she, she's like, yeah. preparing for the date. So for their date, they went to an airplane hangar and they had, like, some Red Baron planes and... They each got into separate planes and they were taken up and they did like combat formations and a bunch of tricks and stuff. Yeah. Which would have been like my worst nightmare as a date. But she was having a grand time. She was, this was like the perfect date for her. I feel like it would be a pretty fun date. Um, And I wrote down that I thought that they had more chemistry than his other one-on-one -on -one date so far. Yeah. Um, Because he's also gone with Sagand. Yeah. And he's also gone with Ellie. Uh-huh. And I just felt like they made more sense as a pair to me. Um, he obviously gives her a rose and she kept saying that he made like he was making her really nervous. Yeah. And then he also said that she intimidates him, so they both have like this nervousness, which I which... think is really good because it shows that they both feel like the other person is out of their league. Which yeah. is how I feel like you should feel at the beginning of a relationship. Like, no one should feel like they're settling for the other person either way. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know if that's how most people think. Well, I mean, like, people always say in each relationship there's a reacher and a settler. But I feel like both people should feel like they're the reacher. And yeah. no one should feel like they're settling. I always look at it as more of, like, a spiritual-like thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of different markers that you have to go through when finding the perfect mate. Yeah. So then back at the house, um, Nicole is super jealous because she yeah. cannot stand Monique getting it. any attention. Um, the cameras really love that. Yeah. And then Monique tells the girls that they did share a small kiss on the date, but nothing like 
crazy. Which I thought that was like pretty good for a first date. I feel like they go a little overboard, like well, she in was, the American version. Well, she was like, you know what? I normally don't kiss on the first date, but we did share a small kiss. Like it was a really nice yeah. date. Um, but then the girls in the house, like Sagund was the main one saying this, and Nicole were like, well, they're not convinced that Matt is Monique's type. Yeah. So they're saying we don't think that she's actually as interested in him as she claims to be. Which we'll see once the fire dies down a little yeah. bit. Because I mean, they had be. such an adrenaline, like an adrenaline pumping date, yeah. that like the nervousness and the excitedness may have just come from like the adrenaline of like being in a fast airplane and being upside yeah. down and the like. Honestly, that does have like a lot of psychological effect you know Mm -hmm. so like you can trick you into thinking that you're head over heels for someone when you might just be feeling a rush which we mentioned this during hannah's season when hannah and garrett went bungee jumping like naked bungee jumping because it's like you share this really exciting really intimate experience that no one else around you can necessarily relate to in a way so i feel like this is the same sort of thing where it's like similar they shared this thing that like, no one else there has probably flown combat formations in a Red so. Baron plane. That's a like, really unique thing. We don't even have that. I never hear about that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's cool. So, then the girls get to go on a magazine photo shoot date. Which yeah. I thought was kind of a weird date because they broke them up into different groups randomly to do different, yeah. like, fairy tales, mm-hmm. etc. So, the first group... There was Isabel, Nicole, there was Rachel. Yeah. And I don't even remember who the fourth one is. They were so not memorable. Yeah, but wasn't a very memorable date. But so they go and they take photos with Matt. Isabel is the is Snow White. Yeah. So she's like just laying there with her eyes closed and it's supposed to be like this intimate moment of him waking her up from whatever. And it was, like, zero chemistry. Oh, yeah. Zero. And it was, like... Hopefully she doesn't get a rose, is what you're thinking. Well, it's just one of those things where it's, like... I know that she's, like, technically playing dead, but, like... Like... It was stale. It was not good. So then the next scene was Mary and Sagund and some of the other girls. They were, like, doing the Cinderella. Yep. And... Mary, um, while trying on the shoe, like pops open her top, so cool. her like bras hanging out and her boobs She's going are hanging for this out. And she thing. was like going for the seductive thing, like trying to hold eye contact. This whole thing, and she's like, "This is right up my alley. This is something <laughs> I can do." And like, it was kind of awkward. Yeah. Like, he was like, "Oh, it was really intense. It was really great," but it was like. I don't think that they actually have any chemistry with each other. Yeah. So it was really weird. And then Sagund like did very well in the photo shoot with him. Which she already has a repertoire with him. So yeah. she's on good so terms. He kept saying that he like felt drawn into her eyes. Well, that's a very Persian thing. Yeah. So then the next photo was Cassandra, who was just alone with him in a shoot. And it was Romeo and Juliet. And from them, I got more of, like, a friend vibe. Like, oh. there was nothing, like, romantic there, but they yeah. seemed to, like, enjoy each other's company, but, like, as friends. Um, which, like, the people 
watching it kept saying like oh chemistry and connection i'm not so sure like i yeah. don't know and they're like oh she's so short she can't even reach him to kiss like they were making fun of her the entire I time I like that. and i was like she's five ruthless. feet away like yeah, they're more ruthless on this australian bachelorette yeah so we are going to take a short break and we'll be back to tell you about the rest of the steamy photo shoot yeah this episode is sponsored by Ori. Orate is fine jewelry made in New York City, founded by women, for women. Pieces range from classic to statement to completely original. Orate makes the jewelry you've always wanted but can never find. Orate's gold feels substantial and the diamonds sparkle and shine. Such high quality and so beautiful. Because it's all real gold, you can wear it and never have to take it off. Shower, sport, sleep, cook, anything. It's jewelry for life. Because Orate sells directly to you without the middleman markup, they can offer the same quality as traditional Fifth Avenue brands at a fraction of the cost. Orate is ethically made in New York City, empowering women with the best jewelry options without sacrificing style. They were made by two friends that were sitting at brunch, and one of them was talking about this overpriced ring they had, and it sparked a conversation about how they were fed up with the traditional jewelry market and like everything always being so expensive and the quality just not being there. So they decided to start Orate. They sent me some super cute, dainty gold hoops, which are great for every day. And then I also have an ear cuff, which is great for when I wanna be like a little bit more edgy or if I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go to dinner and I just want something that's a little bit more exciting. So you guys should check them out. You can get 15% off your first Orate purchase by going to oratenewyork.com slash report and use promo code REPORT. Once again, that is A-U-R-A-T-E newyork.com and promo code This episode is sponsored by Zelda's personal favorite, BarkBox. BarkBox is like a subscription box for your dog where they send you great toys and treats every single month. And our dog anticipates her bark box. The second it shows up, she knows that it's for her. And she is just so excited to open it up and see what is oh, in that yeah. box. She loves her bark box. Bark box ships directly to your door. It's valued at at least $40 and it starts at $22 a month. They have mind blowing toys that keep your dogs engaged. And they have the best dog treats I've seen in any box or any store or anything yeah their dog treats are very wholesome they're made in the usa and canada no corn no soy no wheat and they are like i do not feel guilty about feeding her those treats ever and it's like an unboxing party every time it or what i like to call an unbark scene with our dog because she like she gets so excited it's like a party every single time she opens her box and each month has a different theme so i always get excited to like find out what that month's theme is yeah not only does our dog get a surprise but we get a surprise as well yeah and if your dog is a heavy chewer if it has allergies they can accommodate those needs and they have a hundred percent happiness guarantee so if your dog doesn't love something they'll replace it for free no questions asked which is amazing they have the best customer service i have not been disappointed and we would like to offer you guys something special if you want to try it out for your dog or gift it to someone that you love who has a dog, which is great for the holidays, by the way, you can use the code batch report on their website and get a free extra toy with your bark box every month. So visit barkbox.com slash batch report. And when you subscribe to a six or 12 month plan, you'll receive an extra toy for a total of three toys in every box. That's an additional $9 value added to every single box. So once again, that is barkbox.com slash batch report. 
I know you guys have been sitting on the edge of your seats waiting to hear about the end of this date because this, the end of this date had more like drama and more like tension and more anything else than any other part of this episode. So tell them about it. The last photo shoot like grouping was Vaku and Abby in Cleopatra. So Vaku was Cleopatra and then Abby was like the servant girl like with the feather fan thing like fanning them. So Vaku was like totally in her element because she's a model. She looked great. Like Yeah, I mean she Vaku was, knows her stuff. She was like really she was doing a great job. All the girls were like, "Wow, she is killing it." And like I felt like they had a decent amount of chemistry with each other. Like he was like, "Wow, she's doing a great job." Like I mean, as you know from last episode, Vaku's my top favorite. Yeah, you know. So she's like doing great, and then Abby is like, "I gotta get some attention here." Oh yeah. And she like swoops in and starts like posing on his leg and like mm-hmm. in his face, like super close, like she's gonna kiss she him. Got like jealous, yeah. Like, but she's like going all in. And all the girls are like, wow, that looks great. That looks great. And then they're like, I feel like we shouldn't be watching this. Like, this is like (laughs) so much. And there was just like, both of them were talking about how much sexual tension there was. Yeah. And Vaku was like, you could tell she was like kind of upset that she was being overshadowed. Yeah. And everyone was like, felt really uncomfortable watching. But also, it's not like they actually kissed or anything. And then she, like, goes through this whole thing. And then she, like, goes back to the back and starts fanning them again. <laughs> and then uh, Vaku kind of, like, gets the rest of her shot in. Yeah. So then at the end of all of them getting their photos done, Matt chooses two girls who did the best in the photo shoot. Yeah. And then the girls have to vote which of these two girls gets, like, one-on-one alone time with Matt. Yeah. So the two girls that he picked were Sagund and Abby. Which is weird because, like, clearly Vaku probably did the best. But I feel like in that shot, she was overshadowed by Abby. And he uh, wasn't going to choose two from the same. Yeah, that's true. And honestly, I don't know if he actually feels a real connection with Vaku or if it's just like, oh, she's enjoyable, enjoyable to be around. Like, yeah, let's keep I her think around. You're probably right. So. The two were Abby and Sagund. 14 of the girls chose Abby, which is pretty much all of them. Yeah. Well, they already know Sagund had time with him. Yeah. So, so they kept saying, well, Abby really needs the time. She really needs the time. Well, like, they're like, man, we, we just watched that. you like all up in his face. And she's like, oh, well, if I have one on one time, I'm not going to kiss him. So they're like, OK, let's give Abby the time to get to know him. Yeah. So Abby wins. And Matt keep saying how he's like crazy nervous yeah he's like i'm just so nervous around her well she is like one of the best looking out of so they are like making out within like 30 seconds of the beginning of their thing and which is not great then he gives her a rose they like stop making out to give her a rose and then they make out some more oh my gosh and then the girls get really upset that abby kissed matt which they're like your lipstick is gone your lipstick (laughs) is gone you told us you weren't going to kiss him. Yeah. So they were like, they were pretty pissed. Yeah. I so know. Abby has a rose. And then they go into the rose 
Moni. I feel like they cut out a lot of the filler that the American show has because it's like this is only an hour. So they're not showing people just sitting around the house bickering with each other. Yeah. They're just they showing show a little bit of that. Very little. So like after the date and after the few like conversations where they were upset, it's like they go straight to rose ceremony. They're like, yeah, over it and into the next thing. So it's very dramatic as it always is. And then what we've noticed is that it's very obvious that just because they're, someone is called last, it doesn't mean that they're like almost gone. Yeah. So this week, Vaku was like the last name called yeah. and she like thought she was going home. But she stayed, and the only person to leave this week was Isabel. Yeah. Which was weird to me that they only had one girl go home. I know. They did that last week, too. No, last week, three went. Three. Even three seems like, I don't know. But I'm like, I thought three were going to leave again this week, and yeah. then it was just one. And I was like, well, that's really strange. So I wonder if, like, a big elimination is coming yeah, at some point. Be, like, they want to give everybody a chance, and then that could be, yeah. So at this point... Who do you see him choosing in the end? I mean, Abby. You think he would choose Abby in the end? I don't think he's going to choose her, but I think she's going to make a top three. And I think that they have, like, a lot of sexual chemistry right now. But I'm not sure if the mental's there yet because they haven't talked that much. Like, from what I've noticed watching The Bachelor shows is the person who they usually have the most sexual chemistry with usually makes about top three. They make it to, like, fantasy suites. Yeah. And then they, like figure that all out and they're like, like but they, can you hand the adult handle the like adult they have stuff? sex and then they're like well now what do we have left yeah because i feel like they've like they build up all this tension and then they have sex and then they're like okay well there's nothing deeper than that here so i have a feeling she'll make like top three ish and yeah, then get we'll see. i'm curious i'll wait um, it out like which one is the chemist again chelsea chelsea probably has a pretty darn good shot but they might be too similar like, he might be like, I don't want to hear about that, you know? And Monique did pleasantly surprise me this week. But I don't know if that's, like, an infatuation, like, adrenaline thing that's also going to wear off. Mm-hmm. I think, who um, do you think, do you, I, I think Sagund is going to make it. I think the thing with her, though, is that she gets she's catty. not as interested in him. But she's, like, likes to win. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, she, you know, the other contestants pick at her enough and she's gonna do it and like make she's gonna go get her time or whatnot so i would like to see cassandra kind of like step up at some point the girl who did the romeo and juliet thing that i said they had more of a friend vibe because mm. i feel like that could easily translate into a relationship as the season progresses yeah. mm. um if they actually like get one-on-one time and get to explore that Mm -hmm. because they do get along very well. Yeah. I just think it's like romantically they need time. Yeah. Um, I mean, those are probably my favorites or not favorites, but like favorites for him at Mm -hmm. the moment. Like I said, I don't think Ellie is going to actually make it to the end. Like after seeing their one-on-one, I just don't see it. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe. We'll see. I'm curious. I'm, they got me hooked now. I know. So. It's to the point where we know the majority of the people. Sometimes, though, in the rose ceremonies, they still call a name. And I'm like, who is that? I know. Yeah. Um, so I think within the next like week or two, we're going to have like a really solid group of people left. Yeah. But we will talk to you next week on the yeah, next episode. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.